0: welcome back to my mother's daughter podcast where we choose to focus on the controllables jump off the hamster wheel of grief and take steps to honoring our loved ones by living a life filled with gratitude joy and abundance it's time to get stubborn about what we want and choose to lean into who we were meant to be while drinking too much caffeine owning way more workout pants than we'd like to admit and dreading that nightly dinner talk almost as much as waking up early you feel me sister I'm Angel McElhaney, motherless daughter, positive psychology junkie, and not-so-master juggler of my crazy crew, and I believe that you can heal and find happiness after loss. So grab that coffee, put down that to-do list, and let's get to work, one day at a time, together. Let's get started with today's show. Hey guys, welcome to episode two, and today we're gonna talk about how to build self-efficacy in 2020 and the new year's resolution that actually sticks. Have you ever wondered why some people are able to crush their goals? Even if they get knocked down, they face adversity, they're able to get back up and still crush it, they don't give up. How come some people are able to do that and other people once they have any kind of negativity come their way or something knocks them down, they're down for the count. So what factors play into that? And how can knowing more about the sources of this help us to really crush our goals? What plays into it? So today we're gonna talk about 10 different tips to help you build self-efficacy and really what jacks it up so you can avoid it and so that you can kind of have a game plan. Let's first just really talk about what in the world it is. So self-efficacy is your belief in your ability to perform a task, to crush it, basically. So if you think that you're actually able to do it or not. So what happens, especially in goal setting, and I have seen this when I've worked with network marketing, with really so many things, even with health and wellness, helping people get healthy, is that there are certain people who almost think that they're going to fail before they start so then they kind of changes how they start so one way that that you might see that is that they're not really putting in their whole heart in it because they already think they're going to fail so the reason that this happens is because they have that low self-efficacy and really just low confidence in their abilities the factors that play into this our behavior, social environment, and motivation. And this comes from us even as children. So as we've been growing up, we have been building this belief system of what we can do. And there are different sources that we get all these from. And so knowing those and knowing what our challenges are can help us to really kind of prepare, especially whenever it comes to goal setting. All right, so our first tip is going to be to look at your past. So if you did step one, then you can do step two. And what I mean by that is from that first source, which is mastery of experiences, is that if you mastered something, you conquered it, you know that you can do it. That's gonna build belief in you, and it's gonna show you that you have that confidence and that you can actually do it. And this plays a big role, I think for sure in weight loss. Think of a big goal like 50 pounds. That's gonna seem so daunting to people, As you do the first action step, and then the second, and then the third, you kind of build momentum, and then that adds into your belief, and then by the end, you're able to do it. Uh, One example of this would be The Little Engine That Could. In that story, it's kind of, I think I can, I think I can, and then after you go to the top of the mountain, as the little engine's coming down, it's like, I thought I could, I thought I could. All right, so that was number one, look at your past. If you did, if you survive something, you can survive it um, a second time. One thing that happens with loss is that this is all new territory to us, at least for me. I had never experienced something like that. So honestly, it crushed me and I didn't feel like I could get out of it, but it's kind of that taking it one day. If you can make it one day, you can make it two. That's kind of where I say the one day at a time together is really important and it's just taking those little tiny steps because sometimes that's all that you can really focus on at that time. Alright, on to number two, positive role models. So this is where I'm going to recommend that you have a mentor, that you have a coach, that you have someone who is just a couple steps ahead of you that you can look up to, that you can see that they prove that they've done it. Um, And so that will build belief too. So you'll know that you're on the right track, that it's actually possible because you've seen it in someone else. Uh, This is called vicarious experiences. It's like you are living it out through another person. And whether that person is in your feed or in your real life, that's up to you. But it's also very important that you are very cautious on who you are attributing those role model tendencies too, because especially with social media, it can be a little bit of smoke and mirrors, totally not authentic. So definitely use that with some discretion when you are choosing those role models. All right, so number three is to put good words in. So if I know that one of the sources, which is number three, the third source, is verbal persuasion or that social pep talk, okay? So that is where you are going to want to make sure that you are getting Good words in maybe with audiobooks, positive affirmations, writing out, journaling. All of these are really good ways to just get good words in. I like to put words everywhere so I will go on Pinterest and I will look up quotes. And I'll share those on my feed. It'll motivate me, but also other people. And it's just getting those positive words in. It helps to kind of drown out all the negative that is just so prevalent. All right, so number four is progress over perfection. And this is one that people have such a hard time with, especially with the weight loss or, you know, they do bad on their meal plan one day. And so... It kind of all gets thrown away. So basically, life is not a pass fail type of thing. We need to focus on the progress over the perfection. So if you think about just doing the next right thing, that can help you to turn it around. So if you are focused on perfection, just give yourself a little grace. All right, on to number five. So, this is to choose moderately difficult tasks and work backwards. And what I mean by that is when you're deciding your goals, there are some people that say, reach for the star or right, reach for the moon and you'll land among the stars. And I totally get that. And I definitely think that is especially helpful if you are making a dream board or some sort of collage or some sort of vision for where you want to be in five to 10 years. But if you're just thinking about your three months' goals, I want you to think of one that's moderately hard, like maybe a little bit out of your comfort zone, but not something that is going to make you feel like you lack belief that you could ever even reach it. Something that you think that if you had XYZ that you could reach it. So that is what you want to do for number five. Choose some moderately difficult tasks. And then by working backwards, you're going to think about that point a and point b and you are going to make little action steps in between so that it's manageable like i said 50 pounds sounds huge but does one or two a week probably not and that'll help you to make it more manageable but also to not quit Alright, number six. Number six is frequent feedback or check-ins. It is really important that you have the time, either time blocked in your schedule, or maybe you are paying for that coach and you have that accountability that's locked in with that, so that you have that time to adjust. It is proven that even if you measure, say, a cup of oatmeal... That over time, if you were to measure it again, it, it will gradually grow. So it's kind of just having that check in to where you can make sure that you are still in alignment with what your goals are. And this is also why, like, I always did health with my mom. And it was because you had that support system built in. You had That person who I always joke around would knock the Reese's Cup out of my hand because you have a person. You need people um, in some form or fashion to help motivate you to kind of give you that belief before you have it in yourself. So we're all going to have days that are just kind of rough. And so having that accountability partner or group or coach to kind of give us that Belief when we really need it is going to be priceless, all right. Number seven, so number seven is especially important because it's going to actually help you attract what you want back to you, and that is number seven is celebrate others. So, what a lot of times happens is you need to put out what you want, and I know that's a very odd way of thinking about it, but it is the law of attraction. So, if you need appreciation and encouragement. Give that out to other people and it'll come back to you. What also happens is is this is a great opportunity or spot for you to kind of check if you are feeling jealous and envious of other people. I know this really happened to me whenever on social media I would see people with their mom's um, pictures of them and that sort of thing. I know one time I was so close to earning a trip with my network marketing company, that I almost couldn't even see the pictures when the people went on the trip. So instead of taking the opportunity to acknowledge how hard it was to earn that and really just commend them and let them know how amazing they are, instead I just kind of avoided the whole thing. And really that's such a bitter place to be and so definitely don't do that. Number seven, celebrate others and I promise you it will make you feel so good. Number eight, realign identity. So you are what you repeatedly do. All right, I'm gonna say that again. You are what you repeatedly do. So we get in this habit of saying things like, I'm not a morning person, or I can't do that, I don't do X, Y, Z, or I could never give up sugar. And the truth is, you could if you wanted to and if you do it repeatedly then you are a runner for instance so if you run then you're a runner it doesn't have to be this big thing like you run in marathons or anything like that literally the activity of doing it makes you that so for me i know that i always said i am not a morning person and even right now is it my favorite thing no it's not i like to sleep I have kids spanning from one years old all the way to fifteen, and so there's a lot of lacklustre sleep in there. Kids in my bed, kids waking you up. So I just really put a high price on sleep. So I used to say I'm not a morning person, and then I went back to work into a nine to five. and what happened was I found that I didn't want to take out the time in the evenings to go work out because I didn't wanna take it away from my kids because I was away from them all day. So I ended up finally becoming a morning person, quote unquote, because I wanted to see them. And so when the price was higher, I suddenly became a morning person. So if you think about it like that, you really can become whatever you want as long as you kind of let that price match what it is. All right, so number nine, we've actually already touched on, but it is avoiding comparison. So I like to say, stay in your lane. So you don't know what the person next to you has been through, what their struggles have been, how many times they've actually scraped themselves off the floor to get back up. So you don't know their story. You really just need to compare yourself to who you were yesterday. And then that brings me to number 10, which is. Give yourself credit, and you need to realize your successes. So what I want you to do is put your goals out there. Find me on social media. My Instagram is angel.macelhaney. You can look up my name on the show notes. And give yourself credit. Shout yourself out and really celebrate each other because those little wins turn into big wins, and that is how you realize that you can actually gain self-efficacy in anything that you want to do there are a couple things that are going to try to jack up your self-efficacy and that is source number four and those are those physiological things like your mood your fatigue your stress those outside stressors that are going to affect whether or not you think that you can do something so say that you have this belief that you can do a marathon and then you start the training and you run on the on the treadmill and the next day you are just dying in pain you cannot walk so that is going to probably lower your self-efficacy unless you let it make you quit so that is where maybe you get a buddy maybe you post about it on social media maybe you go and find those words that you think It would help someone that is training for a marathon and post those or write in your journal about the reasons why you want to do this. So I think that it's huge if you can try to pre-plan so that these things don't mess us up. I know that loss is going to be a huge one for all of us because what happens is, is sometimes our sleep is kind of compromised because, I don't know about you, but maybe scrolling through Facebook Sometimes I'll end up on my mom's page and I'll be all sad and crying and looking at her pictures, searching for her written words, which is like such a dagger in the heart, like a blessing and a curse all in one. I know our mood can kind of play into it. And also just stress, fatigue, pain, just all those outside things that can kind of really, really just make it difficult to do the right thing. So, I think even hunger is that, have you ever tried to make a good choice when you're hungry? (laughs) So if you meal plan, maybe that would help. If you make sure that you're getting that eight hours of sleep, if you are maybe making sure that you have the rest, relaxation and enjoyment in your life so that you don't feel like you are so stressed. So those type of things, what you can do is pre-plan so that you can put it in your planner and you can kind of block out things that can help to serve your goals more. So I hope that this episode brought you value and I hope that this helps you to really, before you jump into the goal setting process, just take a second and think about what self-efficacy means to you and what you can do to help to boost your belief and in turn up your chances of actually making it to your goal So that leaves me with our New Year's resolution that will stick. So this is a New Year's resolution that after I lost my mom, I was feeling very low and I was feeling like I don't want to make a New Year's resolution because I just fail. So my self-efficacy was low during that time. And so I made it simply be better. And that was my New Year's resolution for quite a few years. And so what that is, is... That is very general and that is something that I can always rise up to. So let's say that I fail in one area, it makes it to where it's the opportunity to get back up and just do the next right thing and just be better. So it's comparing myself right now to who I am yesterday, to who I wanna be tomorrow. And there is a quote I came across, I'm not sure who actually said the quote, but it's pretty great and it's called, um, or rather it says, You cannot prevent the birds of worry from flying over your head, but you can stop them from building a nest in your head. So we cannot control what is being thrown at us always, but you can control what you are allowing to build a nest in your head, to put those, those ideas and those thoughts that are being spoken into you. You have the decision to decide that you are not letting it live here. So cast out that negativity and really just own your belief that you can have what you want. Because you can. It's yours. This concludes episode two. Thank you for listening. And if you would like to share your goals with me on social media, head over there to Instagram at angel.mclehaney and find me. I would love to hear your goals so that you can speak them out loud and I can help you with a little bit of belief until you get your own.